Hello. Hello. Are we there? Are we oh, going? Oh, yeah, we're there. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I was super zoomed in, so I couldn't tell we were recording because it was all like. <laughs> I'm Keenan. I'm Derek. It's true neutral. True neutral. <laughs> it's... Oh, we're so professional, oh, man. We're so man. good at this. I don't know why I was so zoomed in. Perfect so start sorry. every time. Every time. Flawless <laughs> victory. <laughs> uh, how's your week been? Oh, you know, man, it's been a week. It's uh, it's been it's one week. You know, uh, not not a whole lot going on, honestly. All right. Yeah. No, I've just been kind of hanging out. Yeah. My week also has been... I said I was going to go watch Oppenheimer last week. Uh, We didn't end up doing that. Um, My partner got a new job, and she's been really tired. So we had a nice date night in, and honestly, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was, like, way better than going out very tired to a three-hour movie and then (laughs) coming home even more tired and enjoying none of the only time that we got together all week. So, Mm -hmm. we just figured we'd try for another time. So, sorry if you were looking forward to my thoughts on that. Um, I can't imagine anybody looks forward to my reviews. They're mostly, uh. (laughs) (laughs) But, that's, yeah. Just, just. I don't know. I like hearing what you think about movies. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll I'll let I'll let you know what I think about Oppenheimer when we uh yeah actually yeah see we it. we are gonna watch it. Yeah. It is a plan. We I mean we we have to. I yeah, think. Uh, Guardians three is streaming now, so I'm hopefully gonna watch that in the next few. I've days. I've seen the majority of it. Yeah. I missed the beginning and maybe the very end. I saw a big punch bunch of the middle. <laughs> big punch of the middle. Yeah, um, like Kung Pao. When he just punches an entire cork out of that man. Oh, you don't see that every day. <laughs> That's uh, like his stomach blood on the ground back there. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, with blood and bones and cartilage and muscles, and I don't, I don't even, even think that that's, that's possible, possible. Like, when you think about it. <laughs> That's a great movie. We've endorsed it many times, but if you haven't seen Kung Pao, go watch Kung Pao. Your days are over, mister. <laughs> just just know it's dated. If you didn't see it when you were younger, it's dated. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, it's so funny. It's really funny. Uh, we also did see it as children. I suppose. So uh, I think I would still to this day watch it and have the same love for it. It's though. pretty absurdly funny, like in an absurdist sort of way. It's yeah. very funny. You can tell that it's all in joke in jest. Like it's very good. Um, so mini review of Kung Pao number fifteen <laughs> out of the way <laughs> right? until we actually watch it for bad movies. Oh man, oh that's gotta have a horrible tomato meter score. Um, tomato meter. Tomato meter. <laughs> You know, it's like Mater, but with a T and and, and a Mater. And a Mater. <laughs> Tomato Mater. Uh, fuck. What do you know about the guy think Tomato Mater? Um, I don't know if I did anything this week. Like, I no, that's what I was trying to think of, too. I don't think I... I, I mean, I worked. I did things. I, I, I cleaned... Parts of my house that have been neglected, and I caught up on laundry for, um, well, I caught up on the laundry that we had when I started catching up on laundry. So, you know, there's uh, another couple loads ready now, (laughs) of course, but. I taught my son how to cook chicken. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a cool, fun thing. Tomorrow I'm going to teach him how to grill. 
Ooh. Okay. It's going to be fun. We're going to make burgers and dogs. Probably way too much food for the two of us, but we're going to do it. Classic American style. Yeah. Yeah. Good call on that. Um, all right. Well, I, I guess we'll, we'll just step slyly into news here. And <laughs> I, uh, in reference to the tomato meter, I have one quick bit of thing because... I did did my basic analysis of Secret Invasion. Yeah. And uh, uh, we did get an email that we're going to have to talk about at the end, so don't let okay. me forget about that. Uh, How could you? I do. I just do that There's sometimes. no way. It's like the one thing you look for at the end. I know, but I forget sometimes. It's like your one job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's underselling what I do here. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> You're right. Um, no, so uh, the the finale of Secret Invasion mm-hmm. has had everybody upset. Okay. Um, I want you. Four K. I okay. So the the just episodes. The average tomato score or the the average score on the tomato meter for the series is fifty five percent, which is pretty bad for a marvel show mm-hmm. it's pretty bad generally. yeah in general yeah yeah but like for a marvel show that cost 215 million i think is what we found out last week yeah um and uh i found out they reshot for about four months four months of reshoots for for the last episode not not for the last episode for the series oh man so Whatever they had planned changed, I think. Yeah. And it fucking shows. <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to reiterate that I haven't actually sat down and watched the episodes because I I watched the first two and I just wasn't couldn't be bothered. I started watching the reviews mm-hmm. and I'm watching fucking Marvel shills. I mean, these are straight up people who are like not in the pocket of Marvel because they're begging too hard to be in the pocket of Marvel. Mhm. Like they have the fan base, and they have, like, this shit, like, they're just pushing, they push too hard. Mm-hmm. They literally are too big a fan to Marvel to need to be shills. And they're all like, man, I can defend Mania, but this. <laughs> it's like, dude, what? <laughs> and, like, that, that is a statement right there. Like, because I, I can defend a lot of Mania, but there's there's parts of that that are just outright indefensible as far as storytelling are concerned Mm -hmm. but this to have it just there's no intrigue from my my understanding and like you could tell right away like from the episodes i watched i was like oh yeah they're going with the roadies a scroll thing right Did did you get far enough to see them kill him no no, that that doesn't happen until way later. Uh, apparently, they don't shy away from any of the violence or anything. They just like show him get shot. That's through the literally head. all this show has. <laughs> that's 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 what I from what I can tell. Like, uh, Nick Fury's development is very much talked about. It's talked about a lot in the first two episodes, and apparently, that doesn't get any more showy. <laughs> it's a lot more. Yeah, you've changed, or like. Oh yeah, you didn't make that decision, and then he just runs off at the end, and he doesn't really have to face any consequences. He doesn't <laughs> have to like explain why he did what he did. He just goes away, back up to space. 
<laughs> and I okay, so he's fucking Nick Fury. So I I didn't want I don't want to get caught up too much on this. Like I just watched a lot of the reviews, and these are all once again people not only that I like their mm-hmm. opinions of, but also like are just fucking sloppy Marvel fanboys, and they're all just. Sucking their teeth at this one, like, um, so I want you to tell me what you think that the, the rating score for this is, and this is the critic consensus, all right? A huge miscalculation in emphasizing brawn over brain. This finale is so misjudged that the most MCU fans will want to keep it secret from their collective memory. (laughs) That sounds like a, uh, 34%. Seven. Seven. Oh, wow. Seven percent for the finale episode of this show. Damn. That is crazy. Now, I, I stopped watching because I that thought I insane. wouldn't be as interested. And, like, I wasn't interested enough to go back to see if I would be interested. So I definitely wasn't, right? Like, that's just a... There's so much shit I'm not going to waste my time on stuff that doesn't hold my interest. And... uh this didn't, so I was like, oh, but maybe if it pans out and has a good ending, I'll go back and watch through it. But knowing that it ends like it does, it just no, I got no interest. I, I almost, I almost want to watch it just to see the train wreck. Yeah, and well, the problem, as far as I can tell, is that it's a, it's a train wreck in the sense of like, yeah, there's a derailment, but like, it's just. Like, the train's going to have to stop, and, like, uh, <laughs> like you know, when the parts of it are off the tracks, so they're going to have to get, like, a special tool in here, maybe a crane, and, you know, just put it put it back on the track. And, um, and then it gets kind of exciting because the train just falls over, but <laughs> that's... That's... Then the train just fell over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's the sense I get from all of this, is that... It just fell over. And they did the same thing with this one they did with um, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I thought was the biggest misstep in that show. Um, that was, uh, they had a bad guy with a super reasonable point. Like, <laughs> like very much like, this is a reason to go to war. Like, <laughs> you can justify this. And they took that bad guy and instead of like, making the good guys come to terms with that on, like, a moral level. They just made the bad guy kill somebody. (laughs) You know, just, like, one of their henchmen or whatever, just, like, in cold blood, just like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're evil. You can see, you can see they're evil. You heard all their beliefs, and, like, well, they're not too unreasonable, but he killed the guy, so (laughs) they're bad. (laughs) It's just like, that guy's bad, but they're all following a pretty firm belief structure. Even if even if that particular guy sucks, like they're still r- right. His action was wrong, but they're still right. Yeah. Like, uh, also, superheroes cause a lot of destruction, just yeah. in general. Yeah. And well, you can't tell me people don't die from that. They must all the time. Well, they, that was the whole point of the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. And that's why. Um, People complain about this a lot, but that's why the fight in um, Civil War was at an abandoned airport. Like, yes, like, it wasn't that exciting to look at, but there was also a story reason for it. Like, mm-hmm. they, 
they were supposed to be avoiding casualties and like big civilian disaster like that was I don't know I actually enjoyed that fight because it felt like old school like I was a big fan of movies like uh, Rumblefish and Outsiders and whatnot and uh, Warriors and stuff so like just having a small group of people in a confined space that are all just duking it out just fucking having a rumble that's fucking that's always good for me in film I like that shit I might, that is my age, shit. I might have said Age of Ultron. That was Civil War. I was thinking of with the airport fight. Yeah, Civil yeah, War. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I said Age of Ultron. Oh. I got so much time for Age I of knew, Ultron. I, I knew what you meant. Uh, anyway, uh, that, I just wanted to point out that that finale sucked everyone in the worst way off. <laughs> All right. Well, right. I have a couple little bits of news here. All right. Um, one, I just wanted to check in. Neither of us have watched Barbie, as we talked about, with right. Oppenheimer. We still need to watch it. But um, as of, I'm not sure, not very long ago, it is worldwide hit just under $817 million. Oh, my God. With um, a little under $395 million of that being from domestic. So. <laughs> Damn. And this is three weeks in the box office, right? Yes, I think so. Oh, man, they are going to have a fucking record-breaking run. They already have a record, so many record-breaking things right now, but, like, Mm -hmm. just in general for movies, it looks like. Yeah. It's all-time domestic box office. It looks like it's sitting at number 46 of all time at the moment. So That's that's pretty pretty, good for three weeks in. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Hell, yeah. (laughs) Like, Barbie's fucking killing it. Love to see it. Love um, to see it. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that's just a small little... Oh, I have another small little bit of news here as well. Um, apparently, um, since January 2022, so since January of last year, um, uh, the Metaverse branch of Meta has lost $21.3 billion. Ooh, that's so much money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's crazy amounts of money. That's more than the Flash lost. <laughs> and I mean, you know, Zuckerberg's got a lot of money, so he he can kind of just tank that. Yeah, but... and like, don't get me wrong. If I was a billionaire, I would also have investments that would definitely tank because I thought they were fun. But like, at a certain point, man, and like, I still my losses would still be like. <laughs> In in the less than ten million range, I feel. <laughs> now, how many billions? Twenty one point three billion with a B uh, with a billion. Yeah. Twenty one point three billion dollars. Yeah, since January twenty twenty two. I actually. I feel like I can imagine losing that because it wouldn't feel like anything. If you actually, like, had that money... If you had, like, a few hundred billion or whatever. Right. And, like, if you saw that go, like, away, you'd be like, oh. Hmm. I can and probably make that up somewhere else. You, you, I don't even know if you'd acknowledge it like that. Like, I think it would just be, like, a nod and, like, a tick on a piece of paper and it would be a move on. Like, I literally don't think you would acknowledge that number as, like, a, a, a thing that happened. Huh. So... It, just because it makes people 
like us that can't even imagine having a fraction of that much money go, oh my god, that's so much money to lose. Someone who has that much money is just like, meh. Yeah, and I, and I think their accountants are probably freaking out. <laughs> but like, I, I think there's a solid chance Zuckerberg literally saw that and went, oh, yeah. yeah. That is, that's not working as well as I thought. Like, maybe that's what I guess we'll have thought. to try harder. Yeah, either I'll, I'll have to try something new in there, or yeah, it might be time to throw it in. Like, at a certain point, but like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a really big decision. Like, it wouldn't be like, Oh, I really need to make some changes on this now. Would be like a, hmm, that's a pretty big chunk, I guess. <laughs> guess I'll have to try something new in there. Have we sold pools specifically by themselves yet? <laughs> we should try selling pools specifically by themselves. <laughs> Maybe we can sell poolside NFTs. Uh. <laughs> We'll line up a virtual cage match with Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really hope that fight actually happens. My God. My God. I can't believe it's actually X. It's so ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we should talk about Because we, we just mentioned it at the end of last week's episode. But Twitter is X now. Yeah, it's it's... X and along with being X, one of the first you um, send X's. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Anyway, <laughs> uh, they, one of the first things they did before the rebrand was uh, ban X videos, uh-huh. which is funny as hell. <laughs> um, and the one of the other <laughs> things they did was they tried to take down the Twitter sign on the building. And they had to stop doing that because they didn't, like, ask the to get the city permits necessary to tear a sign off a building that big. <laughs> and then they also got in various, and are still in various trademark disputes over the name X because, of course, it's a very <laughs> generic name. <laughs> and he probably didn't clear it with anybody before he started doing this. He just started doing it. That's very clear. And so he, there's literally no one on his team that'll tell him no. Yeah, <laughs> they tell him no. They're fired. Yeah. <laughs> they know that, and like they're not getting a severance package. They also know that <laughs> that's been shown to them. So, uh, uh, but then they also got in trouble beyond the trademarks. They got in trouble for having a big, huge, fucking bright X sign <laughs> that they also did not get permits heard, to install. I heard about that. And were uh, asked to take down because it was uh, keeping people awake and distracting drivers. It was so bright. It was just a bright fucking X that shined on the building. And it was like, yeah, once again, they just didn't get the permits necessary to put a sign that big on their building. So they, they couldn't, they just shouldn't have even done that in the first place. And also it was a fucking eyesore and everyone hated seeing it. <laughs> And also, X is a stupid name. <laughs> and also, and looks- this is going to be Elon Musk's everything app. I don't know if I've talked about that on the podcast, but it's going to be his everything app. He's wanted to do this for years. An everything app? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? So that means like anything you would use like as an app on your phone, you would just go through that. So like, I, I, I guess imagine like, 
everything Amazon does, plus the social media feed. That... I don't use Amazon very much. Okay, well, Amazon... I don't, I mean, I don't use that part of the internet, Keenan. You know that. Right, okay. So, <laughs> Amazon just has... I know they sell things. Like, I know you can... It's like a, a shopping mall. They're, they're an internet Walmart, effectively. Yeah, yeah. But, like, they have their toes in literally everything. Yeah, and okay. so, like, you buy books you can buy physical books from their bookstore you can buy uh auto audiobooks from audible which is an amazon company and amazon music is also a company amazon prime mm-hmm. is part of the company yeah amazon yeah. shopping part of the company like okay they have a okay. huge stretch of things that so he wants to do that but x as as far as i understand what x his, shopping well, I, yes. <laughs> That's why he had to ban X videos. But or wouldn't make it be X movies? Names. Yeah. It doesn't... It, they're, X it, movies and X streaming? All of them. X streaming. <laughs> Come on! Goddamn ridiculous! So what stupid. the fuck? So there's not been any real evidence of him actually turning this into that everything app he wanted to do years ago, but he did want to call that app X, and he has just been aggressively rebranding it to the point where he is getting into a lot of legal trouble all <laughs> over the place for various reasons, all because he decided to use the name X and then hastily attack the signs of his building <laughs> with force <laughs> with force <laughs> we ride oh my god it's fucking looney tunes it absolutely is and they killed the birds so it's <laughs> it's looney tunes of sylvester won right Alright, I found a piece of news that confused me very, very much. Okay. And before we started. And, um, this is, uh, it is, it's from Variety. Okay. Um, fairly reputable news source. It's, uh, from an interview with Gal Gadot. Alright. <clears throat> so, she's talking about having... A Wonder Woman 3. And she says, I love portraying Wonder Woman. It's so close and dear to my heart. From what I heard from James and Peter is that we're going to develop a Wonder Woman 3 together. I saw this article. I forgot about it, but I saw this article. I don't know how. What? I don't know. I don't know how they could... Like, unless they make it, like... Elseworlds Wonder Woman. They could do that because Batman's Elseworlds and something else is also Elseworlds. Something else is also Elseworlds. <laughs> that's a great sentence. <laughs> um, so that's uh, interesting. Wonder Woman 84 did poorly. Yeah. Uh, well, the first one was good, and people liked her cameo in The Flash. It was some people's favorite part and some people's very least favorite part because they're tired of the, the lasso truth gag. 
which I suppose is fair. Mm-hmm. They seem to go back to that well pretty often. Yeah. I just, yeah. It's 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 low-hanging fruit. It's an easy one. Yeah. You kick somebody in the balls, I'm going to laugh. Right? It's funny. It's every funny. time. Every time. Fucking every time. Yeah. Make people say the obvious stupid thing, and you're like, hmm, that's pretty funny. That's just... Unless it's, I get kicked in the balls, then I'm doubled over in pain trying not to throw up for, like, a while. Well, you get kicked in the balls hard. Yeah, you usually. You get kicked in the balls. Usually. You fucking go for it, don't you? Oh, not me. No. <laughs> Whoever kicks me does, though. <laughs> um, was that all of that piece of news? Uh, kind of. I was just very confused by it, and I thought we could talk about how that could even happen. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, Why would that even happen? <laughs> uh, like like I said, if they do it as an Elseworld story, or they maybe make a Wonder Woman Passing of the Torch movie, that would be interesting. Passing the Torch to who? Oh, well, Wonder Girl. Uh, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you right! <laughs> Who grows slowly over time. Slowly. Very slowly. I mean, she might be Wonder Woman by the time uh, uh, fucking Batman Beyond comes around. Ah. No, no, still wouldn't happen. It'd be hundreds of years later, and that's only like a hundred years later, if that. Because Bruce Wayne is still alive. He's very old. Yeah, he's fucking decrepit. Yeah. (laughs) He's like very old. He looks like fucking Palpatine. Yeah. It's good. It's a great show. <laughs> Terry McGinnis, oh. we salute you. Yeah, yeah. Indeed so. You don't may look you, Irish at all. May you one... <laughs> the least Irish-looking Irishman. Um, may you one day get your own live-action movie. That would be great. Um, so I have, I have a slight piece of news... Um, uh, do you have any? Wait, do you have any theories about the Wonder Woman thing? I think the only thing I got is Elseworlds or Passing of the Torch, and that's um, like it because I have no idea. Else death of it. Wonder Woman. Yeah, Passing of the Torch. Not even a Passing of the Torch. They just end it. <laughs> You're gonna make a lot of incels real happy with that. One. <laughs> No, it's just it was supposed to be symbolic of that universe ending. Because <laughs> they didn't really make that symbolism very obvious in the Flash movie, so you need to pin pin that one and pin that down. You know what would be kind of neat? You could kill off the whole Justice League while you're at it. Just make it the Wonder Woman 3 movie. But you know what would be kind of neat? Hmm. To see, um, like, that final battle of the Flash, uh, but from Themyscira where they just see time going all funky around their little magic barrier. <laughs> They're just like, what's going on out there? And, you know, like, whoever the, the queen of that island is, is just like, ladies, stay in the bubble. <laughs> she says bubble very seriously. <laughs> Somebody's fucking with time. <laughs> Somebody's fucking with time. <laughs> And, and Stop fucking with time, you time fuckers! And then we just see like the the orbs of the universes gather like slightly off to the side, 
And they're all like, oh, some big shit happens. And then, <laughs> then there's a big universal reset, and they don't know what happens then, and then they're on the, you know, the proper DC Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. That That's a boring-ass me. movie. No, it wouldn't be the movie. It'd be, like, the first, like, five minutes. No. It'd be, it would be, like, introduce... So you, like, keep Gal Gadot. Yeah. That Wonder Woman. And then, like, there could be, like, another five, ten minutes of her going, You're not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you get past that real quick. <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, you're Wonder Woman. Like, because in their timeline, Wonder Woman's there. Or she has never come out of Themyscira before. And then it's a whole new introduction thing. Mm-hmm. But either way, there's, you know, there's there's a good five or ten minutes of... Hey, you're not that guy. Hey, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> uh, and then, and then you get a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, I suppose that 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 could work. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that first bit I described would work as a movie. That's a yeah, it would be a boring, boring movie. ass fucking movie. <laughs> you're just sitting there watching them like huh. it's just life in Themyscira in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, you just be like, maybe you see one person leave the bubble and just get shredded by time because they weren't in there when it started, like Futurama style. Yeah. And or, they're just the like TVA everyone from see- Marvel comes in, and just like years after. My fucking god, <laughs> she just got fucking shredded. I told you, ladies, to stay in the bubble. <laughs> yeah. See. I imagine she's soft-spoken and harsh. Yeah, yeah. You could make it one of those movies where it, it would seem like there's a cult happening, but it's not. She, they're just, like, basically waiting out their version of nuclear winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe you could make that an interesting movie. Yeah, okay. Maybe I was wrong. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess they have everything they need on Themyscira, so... I don't know. You You would probably have to fight to make that kind of interesting, but... You could do it. Anyway, um, Wonder Woman 3 potentially happening. Weird. Um, so, Lizzo has been brought up on allegations oh. from former uh, backup dancers, three different dancers. Okay. brought her up on a lawsuit. Um, and I'm going to be reading from Vox. Vox's explanation, Vox.com, their explanation of the allegations against Lizzo briefly explained. It's in bold, so. <laughs> um, so it alleges nine areas of misconduct in total related to their experiences on Lizzo's special tour. Um, and they're against various uh, defendants, but Lizzo is one of the main one named main ones named okay um blah 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 it's a civil lawsuit uh filing for damages so that's kind of important it's not like a legal suit it's Mm -hmm. a civil lawsuit which um it basically means that either uh the one person doesn't have enough evidence to go for a full legal trial or um that's they wanted to do it as a group yeah. So, either one of those things could be true for that. Okay. Um, I there there are definitely more uh, you know specifications for that, but those are the two that I know. Okay. Um, 
But it would make sense because it's the three defendants together. Uh, it included a hostile work environment that featured sexual harassment, a failure to prevent or remedy sexual harassment in the workplace, and a failure to prevent or remedy a religious harassment in the workplace. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, so they, they felt that their careers were in jeopardy if they did not, uh, acquiesce to Lizzo's requests. Um, which were, uh, some of those requests were of a sexual nature, including among other things, pressure from Lizzo to attend a performance with nude dancers in Amsterdam to eat bananas placed in nude dancers' genitals genitals, and pressure on one of the plaintiffs to touch a dancer's breast. Okay. Yeah. Um, And other allegations were tied to religious harassment. The suit alleges Quigley, who was another person named in the suit, um, I'm assuming a manager or somebody else in the performance. In, in the performance, anyway. I can't imagine me. Um, this is my manager, Quigley. <laughs> Quigley down <laughs> under. Um, Quigley spoke extensively about uh, her religious views as a Christian and berated those who did not share these beliefs. <laughs> okay, so you're just obnoxious. Uh, horribly obnoxious to the point of being harassment. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I guess I would be fired because I'm a hard person to harass. Because if you do that to me, then I'm just gonna not be very nice. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's that's the that's the short of that. And uh, yeah. So uh, like, if this pans out to be true, it's just. Um, Lizzo's kind of an all-around positive force, mm-hmm. and has been for a while, so I don't, it's crazy, but, like, I also don't doubt anything that comes out of the music industry. Right. I have read so many music autobiographies and biographies, like... The music industry is not a good place. No. No, and it never has been, and no. it's not really getting better, um... There's just there was a big fucking producer for like all the top forty hits for the last like ten or fifteen years. Not like all of them, but a lot of the big ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just got in trouble for uh, CP. I'm pretty sure. Oof. And uh, that's ended up killing himself in jail. Like he was like one one of the big ones. Damn. Yeah. Uh, like that was a couple of years ago now, but like. That's just that's just stuff that still happens and whatever happened with like Kesha's manager where she was being harassed and abused for like ten years. Like this this the stuff just still happens. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears just got out of that shit. Like <laughs> Right. This this is all music industry related shit. Like it's yeah. all part of controlling pop stars and musicians. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. fucked up. Happening all the time. Yep. Yep. It is fucked up. Hanson and, and all the time. Because <laughs> Hanson's a pop act. <laughs> a lot of that shit starts young, too. Like Disney. Oh, yeah. Disney the... fucking takes in fucking kids and makes them into fucking pop stars. Yeah. Ariana Grande. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a, lo- a lot of kids' favorite singers started as Disney kids. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And with the ones that don't just got harassed out of the industry. Yeah. Uh, got a couple of TV movies and booted out the door. Yeah. And those are generally the ones who just wouldn't play ball, I think. Mm-hmm. And when you do play ball, you have to play therapy later. Yeah. I don't know, some of them seem to make it out okay. Like, Hilary Duff seemed to make it through her Disney experience okay. I don't think that's true. No? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that for sure, but I have a feeling that's just less than, less than accurate. Okay. <laughs> I, I just have never heard anything good about people who worked for any one children's channel for that long. Nickelodeon... ABC, Disney Channel. I think ABC is an affiliate of Disney Channel, but still, it's a separate network. Yeah, yeah. But any 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 children's network that has live live action actors, especially long running shows, yeah, those kids don't usually talk about those in a nice way. I wonder how that's different elsewhere, like how the kids from Degrassi <laughs> felt. I don't know. I never watched Degrassi. You didn't? No. Oh, man. I got into Degrassi in high school because one of my friends watched it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I ended up watching, like, so fucking much of it. It's just a teenage soap opera. Fair enough. That's literally all it is. Uh, oh, um, Ariana Grande is fucking the guy who's playing Spongebob in the musical, and that's pretty funny. <laughs> He's got a wife and kids. <laughs> like, it's it's not... The, the adultery isn't funny, but the <laughs> fact that she is fucking Spongebob is pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, two things can be funny. Yeah. So that's that's good. <laughs> not really good. <laughs> I don't know. You're very wishy washy on this subject. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but I feel bad for the family and like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Weird. It's a weird thing to hear about, to be honest. Um Anyway, we do you have any more news? No, I don't think so. That's good cuz this has been a long news segment. All right. <laughs> um Do you have a short story this week? Um yeah, kind of a short story. All right. Um so I was going to talk about uh one of my various 420 escapades. Do you ever Classic. when you were younger or whatever do like big 420 parties or anything with your friends? Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, we weren't able to go to, like, Hempfest and stuff because none of us had cars or reliable cars. Yeah, yeah. And so we were just, like, I don't know. We were, had a hard time with money anyway, but it, whatever we could scrounge up and save. Yeah. And especially on the, like, week leading up to 420. And then yeah. we just, like, go buy a big bag and, yeah. Yeah, just smoke it all up and, like, try to do fun things like... uh Hotbox the little cooler we had in there. That was a lot of fun. Or like, <laughs> it was it was like one of those like door coolers, yeah, like with the glass door coolers. Mm-hmm. And it was like I think it was a Coke one. 
Okay. And it was like, it didn't have any shelves in it, so it was just big enough for like a full-grown person to crouch into. <laughs> you just hang out in there by yourself and like sauna it up. <laughs> That's just, pre- that is pretty awesome. You know, it's it's sealed tight because of the, the, the vacuum seal for the the fridge yeah. part, so mm-hmm. it's fucking great. Yeah. As long as your friends stick around to help you get out. Uh, you can kick it open. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah, so fun mini story. I actually uh, came in with, like, plenty of weed on my own one time, and nobody was there. Like, and that didn't happen very often. There was always somebody. This is at the garage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I showed up, and there was just no one there. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll just wait for a little bit. I, like, sat and packed a bowl and sat around for, like, ten minutes, and nobody was showing up. So I was like, mm, I guess I'll just wait in the cooler. <laughs> so i did and i just hotboxed the fuck out of the cooler and i thought i heard somebody come in so i just like kicked the thing open a bunch of smoke came out and scared the shit out of my friend it was great because <laughs> all my stuff was there he was probably looking around like where the fuck yeah, yeah that's funny because it was like in the corner if it was filled with smoke and you didn't know to look right away Right. Very easy to miss that. That was fun. Anyway, sorry. Um, no, so one year we had a, a 420 party, me and just a couple of my friends. I think there was like four of us in total. Yeah. And we had saved up enough money that we bought an entire quarter pound. Like, hell shitload. yeah. And my friend had a single wide trailer at that time. And so we went back to his single wide and literally Every crack, every crevice, duct taped all of it. We duct taped the goddamn fucking drains in the sinks in the bathtub and shit. Like, as it seems it, unnecessary. That's <laughs> not the way smoke goes. <laughs> we didn't care. Any way we thought shit might escape, any any way in or out was duct taped off. <laughs> And we sat down and we started smoking and just like kind of playing video games and hanging out or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And we had divided it, I think, into like two piles, right? Right. Because our goal was that we we were supposed to not leave the trailer until it was gone, right? And so we divided into two piles, where one we were just going to pack bowls and the pipes and the bongs, and the other pile we were going to grind up and turn into joints. Fair enough. And um, and so. After a while, things got. Did you got... have a joint rolling team? Did you? Yeah, me and my, me and one of my friends were joint rolling team. Uh, we were at first trading off because we were also playing. I think Guitar Hero Three. Classic. <laughs> while, we, while we were doing this. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry. Mini tangent, or I'm gonna forget. I was watching this little uh, documentary on just like the history of guitar, and it must have come out like right when Guitar Hero was really popular because they kept saying. He was a real guitar hero. <laughs> and this guitar hero did this. And like, stop it. <laughs> stop doing that. There was no point in time where that would have been good for you to do. Yeah, no, no, that's that's bad every time. And he did it All no less than five times throughout the documentary. Oh. It was like a serious documentary about the history of the guitar, you know, where they're just you know, trying to make it interesting or whatever. Oh, like, God. 
It's interesting for people who want to watch it. You don't have to try and judge yeah. it up. You're yeah. dumb. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't punch it up with Guitar Hero. That's oh, <laughs> uh, that's oh god, that's bad. Um, but so things after a while got a little hazy, and the next thing I like, I kind of looked around, and me and my friend who were on joint rolling team had. A very now much smaller pile of nugs and a huge mountain of ground <laughs> pot. And we had also a stack of probably close to 50 joints rolled over <laughs> here off to the other side. And we were just, I think we each had a joint in our mouths and we were also passing a pipe back and forth <laughs> and smoking. And like I just kind of stopped... And I looked around, I looked behind me, and the other two were passed out on the couch. <laughs> the entire trailer, like, it was foggy, man. <laughs> it was so foggy. I think we had only made it through about half of what we had, like, smoking-wise. Yeah. Made it through about half of what we had. And I was just like, I looked over, and I'm like, I don't think we're going to make it all the way through this. So I'm like, they're already down. It's, it's just the two of us, and I looked down at what like, we everything. We make it if we try. <laughs> like we were still rolling at that point. Like <laughs> we hadn't even finished rolling the half that we had, and I was like, I don't, I don't think. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think by the time we ended up leaving the next day, we had only about an ounce left, though. That's still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Smoked myself sober and then stoned again. Yeah. It was crazy. Classic. <laughs> Absolutely classic. I love that story. It's a good 420. Yeah. <laughs> I think we went to one of... The stoner stories bring up memories for me. I, I have stoner stories. When we left there, I believe we went to one of my other friend's parents' house, and their mom made us some of the best fry bread I had ever had in my life. We had bomb-ass Indian tacos. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking delicious. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, I don't... Um, no game. No game. No book? Uh, no album? I, I haven't really been listening to anything. No TV? Um, no, I've been watching music documentaries. <laughs> I found a, a, a series called Classic Albums, and it just does interviews with the band about their classic albums, and it's really, really good. <laughs> it goes through every track. Lou Reed played songs acoustically from Transformer, and it was great. <laughs> it was also bad, because he kept like stopping, and they were like, clearly had this all set up to like film him playing guitar. <laughs> and like, you know, like had it all set up for him to film, like, play his song and they'd go through like most of a verse and they'd be all doing this slow zoom in you know to like emphasize the the classicness of this song or whatever and he just stop and like say something <laughs> like stop like like oh yeah this reminds me of that part or like you know i wasn't actually gonna do this here or like <laughs> but like just they clearly set you up to sing, like, I, we didn't hear the off-screen prompts, but this was, all right, would you mind playing a song for us? Like, 
That was clearly what this section was supposed to be, and no other artist I've seen on this little, like, because it's a series, it's all classic albums in parentheses, and, like, all has the same kind of art. Like, it's a series of people doing the same kind of thing, and he's the only person I've seen stop when it's set up like that. <laughs> and it's like, dude, play through the song. <laughs> it was really funny, like, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that prickness on him coming out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, so it's good shit. That's that. I've been really enjoying those. Um, and uh, I guess the one other thing I've really been, I just fucking devoured as soon as I found it was there's a there's a YouTube channel called Todd in the Shadows. Okay. And uh, he's got two like shows he does regularly. Uh, train records and one hit wonderland and train records is just uh albums that killed a band's career he just does a deep dive on those that's cool yeah i like that it's a lot of fun um and they're all like 15 to 30 minute episodes so they're like full deep dives on Neat. these bands and like what they tried to do afterward or whatever and like it's the same thing for one hit wonderland just like it's a more expansive look at their whole career instead of focused on one album. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, he focuses on, like, the hit for a bit. But, uh, like, focuses on the overall career of them. And, yeah. Like, well, this was definitely a one-hit wonder. Or, like, oh, this is actually a really good band. They just were only appreciated once. Like, hmm. That's neat. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all music stuff. It's all I've been doing lately. It's all I can think about, so... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those shows have been really good. Um, anyway, I think I'm through his eight years of content. <laughs> so he should release more faster. <laughs> Only took me like two days, but I'm, I'm to be fair, I have absolutely just been letting it play in my ear while I've been doing pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. That didn't require listening to something else. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. It's really good. Really good. Really interesting stuff. You just learn a lot about, like, just how music careers go, how often, like, certain things tend to kill a band, and, like, why why one-hit wonders happen. Super fascinating. <laughs> Train Records is also really good. It's, like... Wow, this is a really good album that showed growth, and just nobody was ready for that from this artist. Or, wow, this album sucks. <laughs> You're like, great. It's great. That's great. It's a great show. Great, great, great channel. Todd in the Shadows. Hell yeah. Very aptly named. He's, he's always um, backwards, and he's silhouetted. All right. In the shadows, you see. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I feel like I've been talking a lot this episode. Do you want to read this email? Sure. Okay, it's from DJ. He's, All right. He's, he's our guy. <clears throat> and we should have him on for an episode soon. It was supposed to... We were going to try for last Saturday. We're probably going to try for this Saturday, but nothing set in stone at this moment. Mm-hmm. Working on it. Working on it. <clears throat> he says, some thoughts on this episode. 
Uh, aliens and Black Adam. Aliens and Black Adam. All right. Not not this episode. Not this episode. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a... You precognizant and... motherfucker, you. <laughs> I got my eye on you. Did you just touch my ass? <laughs> Sir, I wasn't even in the room. Physically impossible for me to touch your ass. I know your tricks, dude. <laughs> so glad you know that whole quote. <laughs> Uh, so thoughts on this episode. I think I noticed something about the logic behind Keaton's grading slash scoring that finally makes it make sense. He at one <laughs> point said something along the lines of, that's not even 50%. That's a failing grade. And not it all makes, and that, it, he says not, not it all makes, not it all makes sense to me. I think he meant now. Um, the scoring system, the education the scoring system, the education system, works well for what it's designed to do, which is test comprehension. But using the same style of metric for grading how good or popular something is doesn't work too well. I personally view grades as thus. Five stars, or a score of 50, is par. It was a movie, neither good nor bad, perfectly serviceable. Anything below that mark is considered worse than your standard movie, and likewise anything above is better than your standard movie. I believe this is why Derek was confused at Keenan's score of 7 out of 10 for an okay movie. That does make sense. That That is very logical, but I would argue that it makes way more sense to judge movies this way and way less sense to judge people that way. I think that... I don't know. I I don't know. I, I understand it. I, there's a difference between the two. Yeah. I yeah. I wouldn't think to grade a movie based on a an A through F system. I do. That's <laughs> how I grade everything. That makes no sense. That's just easier for me because I was a very good student. I mean, so was I until I left. Yeah. And then I wasn't. Yeah. Well, ever I mean, again. <laughs> I was a really good student until I got fucking pissed off and then i was still a really smart and good student i just was really shitty about it and then i just stopped being a student yeah all right back to the email. back to the email as for secret invasion i thought it was good it had interesting twists and did a lot to flesh out the character of nick fury Rhodey also wasn't swapped out until after endgame the gown was likely as a result of him needing to be hospitalized after the events of Endgame for his injuries sustained during the fight. Pause. Um, I actually heard that this was confirmed. I need to double-check my sources on this, but I have heard from a couple of different places that it was confirmed that Rhodey was implied to be um, taken after Civil War, or, yeah, after Civil War, when he broke his back. Um, and I... Heard that to be confirmed by either the writer or the director, but I need to check my sources on that. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, his legs were never healed. He just uses Stark's tech to overcome his handicaps. Also, the blood, or more accurately, the DNA collected, was not exclusively from those who had died and presumably was collected over a great period of time, not just at the Battle of Endgame. I have a, li- I have a list of all the samples used if y'all want to know. Uh, I, I heard that Thanos is in there as well, is. which is, is just fucking crazy. Yeah. So I, I understand that it was collected over time, but some of those samples were definitely and had to be collected at the endgame battle, and that makes it even worse for my my thing, which is, like, 
how did they know which which one was which, and how did they suck it up out of the dirt? <laughs> I mean, I, they probably have like some sci-fi straining system that picks it up, but like, still, there's so much blood out there on that battlefield. It's comic book shit. It works for me. Whatever. They got it. That's all that matters. It's comic books, man. I'm just really disappointed. You're falling into the Marvel trap of explaining things too much. I, um, they didn't explain certain, <laughs> most of the things enough as far as, <laughs> like, Nick Fury did have a lot of growth. I agree with that. But, like, we were told about all of his growth. We didn't see a lot of growth. He just went back to being Nick Fury in this show. All right, there's one more paragraph. All right, sorry. As for philosophy, I could go on forever about that shit, but to save the trouble, I'll try and keep my perspective brief. I don't think there's any point to anything per se, but I think in that lack of predetermined destiny lies a certain responsibility to make the most of our time and experience as much as we can within the short span of our mortal years, trying desperately to leave this place in a better state than we found it and do better than those before us, if only in a small way. I don't know if I would call that nihilism or what, but it keeps me motivated. And to that I say, unfortunately, all of our efforts are futile, we are past the tipping point, and our environment is totally fucked. Right there. Okay, so, so right there. <laughs> um, from the end of DJ's email to yeah. the beginning of your sentence yeah. was the difference between active and passive nihilism. <laughs> Yes, DJ, that is definitely nihilism. It's definitely nihilism. It's just active nihilism, which is what I was talking about last week. Um, and uh, the, the, your your nihilism is passive nihilism, where it doesn't, it, like, we're not doing anything because it doesn't matter if we do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking point. If it doesn't actually do anything, why would I waste my energy doing it? Uh, for the, no, uh, no, no, you are, you are old enough to have decided that on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I know. I know. It's a conclusion I came to all by my big boy self. It just, I am just curious. Did you come to it after you were a big boy or did you come to it early on? Um, no, I think when I was younger, I was much more optimistic and much more we can help and change and fix things. And uh, as I got older, I just became much more cynical, decided that it didn't matter too much. And by the, I mean, I don't know. I get, it depends on what you call early on. Fair enough. I, I meant like, like as a teenager. I mean, late teenager. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. It's worked for me so far. <laughs> also Things just enough. kind of work out for me. I just think they'll go well, and they do. Eh. So, I, I, if it works, it works. Ain't broken, don't fix it. Damn right. That's that's what some people say. That's I've said that before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say it like out loud. That often, so, like... <laughs> I don't say it out loud, but in here, oh, I say it all the time. <laughs> Sounds so cool. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Sound awesome in my head. Fuck yeah! <laughs> if only other people could see this. <laughs> so we did get one more email in the spam folder. Oh, really? Spam mail? Yes. Uh 
Uh, Haven't I, checked on the old spam mail in a while. No, but it it goes. Hello, I am Marine Hinkley. My foundation is donating five hundred and fifty thousand USD to you. Contact us via email for further details. Best regards, Miss Mrs. Marine Hinkley. You lie. No, that's just you the- lie, Mrs. Marine Hinkley. Don't lie to me. Like it just—it's a very just, professionally worded email. Yeah. I like the bright red box that says this message seems dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> no I was subject. unaware. Thank you. There's no subject line, anything. There's no reason to give me five hundred fifty thousand dollars. It just says it is. It's just like at least try. Please try, Spams. Right? Goddamn ridiculous. Alright, well, it sounds like my baby's getting whiny. Alright. Well, um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you want to say anything, ask any questions, fucking whatever, ask what the hell happened to the fucking hypothetical for today. Well, guess what? We ran out of time. Things things, things ran long. News <laughs> ran long. News ran long. Um, you can go ahead and get a hold of us over at uh, trueneutralpod at gmail.com or uh, we got the tweeter at trueneutralpod on the tweeter. I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Uh, True Neutral Studios on the face, on the Instagram and the threads and X. Yes. Yeah. And X. Uh, uh, true. New, it, yeah. Wow. That throws me off every time. And True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. I just can't say that. It just. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Also, everyone go see Blue Beetle. Yeah. Yeah. I almost forgot to remind you, but you reminded yourself. You did forget to remind me. You didn't <laughs> forget anything. What the fuck do you mean? Go see Blue Beetle when it comes out. Bye-bye. Bye.